0: Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The Spring Reading Guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities, and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 Spring Reading Guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favorite book. Happy reading! Hello, I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch podcast, the show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things and having fun. In today's episode, I'm so excited to share with you some books that celebrate family, gratitude, and giving thanks. So from heartwarming family stories to more dysfunctional ones, if you're looking for some recommendations to read this season as you gather with family and friends, or if you're deciding to go at it solo, I think I have some options for you. So stay tuned. readers. Welcome again to The Reader's Couch. I'm your host Victoria Wood and today I'm so excited to share with you some book recommendations that all celebrate family, gratitude and giving thanks. So it's fair to say the holiday season is here and just this past weekend I had a successful first family gathering. (laughs) So I consider it successful because I didn't have to go in the closet you know to just get a breather and just, you know, center myself again. So for me, that was just absolutely wonderful. I think it also helps when you set boundaries, you know. So um, yeah, it was really, really good. If you subscribe to the weekly newsletter, you probably got the journal email where I shared the one thing that we were all laughing about. And it has something to do with a one-year-old and cookies. So yeah, we, we had a grand time, quite honestly. So it was really good to catch up. And like I said, first of many So yeah, holiday season is here and it's really, really in full swing. So for some folks, when the holiday season comes around, it's a time for gathering with family and friends. It's a time where we share meals, we celebrate traditions. But it's also a time to reflect on what we're thankful for, and it's also a time when we often express our gratitude. Now, some of us also might be going at it solo. I've been there before, though not recently, but I know for sure that sometimes life happens. Sometimes it's a personal choice because, again, boundaries. So, regardless. If you're spending time with family and friends or if you're going at it solo, I truly believe as the bookworm that I am that the best way to capture the spirit of the holidays is through reading books. So if you're looking for some recommendations to read this season as you gather with your friends and family or if you're going at it solo, I have some recommendations for you. So I'll be recommending, let's see, one, two, three, four five, six books in total, but I've categorized them into categories. So I'm going to start with the heartwarming stories first, but then I'm also going to share some dysfunctional family stories as well, because, because I know while during the holiday season, we tend to, or we want to focus on the warm and fuzzy, but sometimes it's not Warm and fuzzy all the time. I've had my fair share of, you know, dysfunctional family drama, even around the holiday season. Again, thank God for boundaries. God bless therapy. (laughs) Um, Because, yes, it was incredibly helpful for me in setting those boundaries. But yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is the holidays aren't always warm and fuzzy. So I'll be sharing some dysfunctional family stories as well. So I think I've rambled on enough. So let's get to the book recommendations. Alrighty, so time for the book recommendations. So like I said, I'm starting with heartwarming family stories because at the core of the holiday seasons, you know, family is at the center of that. And these stories that I'm about to share, they're really tales of togetherness and love and just overcoming challenges. Uh, and these books kind of remind us of the importance of our family in our lives. So the first book I'm going to recommend is a classic. And I truly feel This one is better read during the holidays and that's Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. Now again, timeless classic that explores the lives of four March sisters, Meg, Jo, Beth and Amy. And we see them as they navigate the trials and tribulations of adolescence, early adulthood, and they're doing all of this in the aftermath of the American Civil War. So this book is a story that really beautifully portrays their familial bonds. We see some personal growth there and we even see some pursuit of dreams. And each sister really has a unique personality. They have their own aspirations. They represent, I feel, the different choices women can make in life while kind of holding on to the values and the essence of family, love and resilience. So I think Little Women is a heartwarming read that Will kind of leave you feeling grateful for that special bond of sisterhood if you have sisters and also just of family, even if you don't have sisters, you know. So, book one on the list, I highly recommend, and it's better read during the holiday season, is The Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. Okay, book two on my list of heartwarming family stories is Bare Necessity by James Gould Byrne. Now, I recommended this book in one of my reading guides. I think it was the summer reading guide of 2020. Um, Absolutely love this book. And it's a story that really highlights just the power of family, but also friendship in overcoming life's adversities. So the novel revolves around Danny, who is a father, he's widowed, and he's struggling to reconnect with his son, Will, after the sudden death of his wife. Now, Danny is also going through a lot of things as well. He loses his son. He's desperate for money. And he decides that he's going to take on this job of being a dancing panda bear in the streets, which happens to be helpful because coincidentally, he ends up saving his son, Will, from bullies. But here's the thing. Will does not know that the panda, the man inside of the panda, is actually his dad, Danny. And Danny doesn't immediately tell him that, hey, you know, it's me, your dad, inside this panda suit, because for the first time since his mom has passed away, Will opens up for the very first time to the man inside the panda suit, just completely unaware again that it's his dad. So we see this newfound connection happening. Of course, his dad is just thrilled that he's finally opened up. But now he's really unsure if he should reveal the truth because he really doesn't want to destroy this connection. So, yeah, you know, Bear Necessity, I think it's a heartwarming, it's also a humorous story that, you know, you'll find comfort in uh during troubled times, I feel. It just really captures the essence of family, again, resilience and just the healing power of companionship and friendship. So, I really think that this is a really good heartwarming read for you to add to your holiday list if you're looking for a book that celebrates family, gratitude, and giving. Thanks. So again, I hope you will give Bare Necessity by James Gould Byrne to your reading list. Okay, so the third book, on my list of heartwarming family stories is Musical Chairs by Amy Popel. I'm almost sure this one too was in the Summer Reading Guide from 2020 because I absolutely love this story. There's something about Amy Popple; she does family dynamics really well. I just, I really enjoy her books uh, very much. But anyways, this one, Musical Chairs, it's charming, it's witty, and it's that family story that that I think captures both the joys and trials of family. So in the novel, we meet Bridget and Will, who are longtime best friends. They are incredibly close, incredibly devoted to each other. You're probably going to wonder, well, why aren't they together? But anyway, they do have a baby together, and it's a musical group, the Forsyth Trio. And, you know, it's a successful summer ensemble, I would say. And the third person who makes it a trio is their former classmate, Gavin. Now, Gavin is someone who's gone on to have a really successful classical music career. Whereas, you know, Bridget and Will, they embrace their success uh, on a much smaller scale. But Gavin is incredibly successful. Now, anyways, Bridget, she's quite the person to keep an eye on. Now, she has a lot going on and just really in a way that um, family drama and just life can be. Now, she has plans for the summer. But then her boyfriend breaks up with her and her adult children decide that they're going to move back home. So this woman who had an empty nest, now it's all full again. She's also dealing with stuff with uh, her father. He has an upcoming wedding, which is a whole situation. But then she's also trying to bring the trio back together. And I know the summary that I just gave you sounds pretty chaotic, but it's kind of what this book is. We see all the characters facing personal challenges, but we also see them finding just refuge in their chaotic but incredibly loving family home. And I think some of us can relate to that, you know, just having a family like they're very loving and everything. But they're a chaotic bunch and everyone has something else going on. So I hope, if you haven't already, I hope you'll give Musical Chairs by Amy Popol a go. Alrighty, so I just got done sharing the heartwarming family stories. So let's get into the dysfunctional one. Because hey, if your family is more on the dysfunctional side, or if you've been there and you're looking for a book where you can feel seen, I have some recommendations for you. Now, the first one I'm going to recommend is a book I recommended in the 2023 Summer Reading Guide, and it's Fireworks Every Night by Beth Raymer. Now again, if for nothing else, the title says enough. Fireworks every night. I don't mean, you know, the pretty sparkly things in the night sky. So anyway, in Fireworks every night, first off, I should say this is a coming of age story. And we meet a young girl named Cece. We meet her at 12 years old, and we see her having to navigate the challenges of growing up in poverty. Now, first off, her dad, he's a bit of a grifter. He's a youth. Car salesman, and he actually burned down his dealership in southern Ohio so he could get some insurance money to then set up life for himself and his wife and his two young daughters. And the place he picks is really random, y'all. <laughs> and that is South Florida. Then we meet Cece's mother, who is quite youthful. I'll say she's definitely the thirty-something who's going on fifteen. She's a housewife. She just wants to, you know, look good. Hang out at the mall, just drive around and that sort of thing. Um, we also see Cece's sister, who was a very happy-go-lucky teenager, to then becoming someone who is battling drug addiction. Now, in the midst of all this, right, um, a mom who's a bit flighty, a dad who's a grifter, a sister who's struggling with addiction, we see Cece really trying to have some stability in her life. We see her making a plan on how she can make it out of there and how to stay afloat we also see her struggling with whether she should save herself or save her family. So that's really the question at the centre of this book. A young woman trying to break free from an incredibly dysfunctional family. So again, this is a coming of age story. It's quite a bit tumultuous. Cece is a character you won't soon forget. Um, There are dark bits, there are some comedic bits, but there's lots of compassion for her family. I want to make that very clear, even though her family clearly has failed her. So again, if you're looking for a dysfunctional family story, I highly recommend Fireworks Every Night by Beth Raymer. Okay, book two on my dysfunctional family story list is The Real Mrs. Tobias by Sally Koslow. Now, even though I included this in the dysfunctional family story side, it's a big hearted novel as well. It's also funny. It has incredibly witty comedic bits, but there is a complicated relationship at the center. And I feel there's nothing more complicated than mother daughter relationships. But let's add something extra into the mix. This dysfunction is between mothers and daughter-in-laws. And if you've ever had to deal with in-laws, it can be Lot, it can be a lot. Now I don't have crazy in-laws to deal with, so again, God bless. But I've heard horror stories, you guys. So that's kind of what this one is about. It's a multi-generational story about the deeply complicated relationships between mothers and daughter-in-laws. And this book is told through three women who marry into the same family. This one is set in New York City um, in around 2015, I think. And it follows three women from the same family. We meet Veronica, the matriarch, her daughter-in-law, Mel, and Mel's daughter-in-law, Birdie. So hence the multi-generational bit. Now here's the kicker, like really, the matriarch Veronica and her daughter-in-law Mel, they have very little in common, but the one thing they do have in common is that they're both psychotherapists, right, (laughs) who are completely fine and really skilled at helping other people, but they can solve their own problems. Birdie, though. We see her as she's in culture shock, having married into this family. And then it doesn't help that her husband gets into some trouble, which I won't say. It backs her into a corner. And he won't listen to his wife. He won't listen to his mom. He won't, he won't listen to his grandmother. No one, actually. None of the women are able to, you know, kind of convince him to do the right thing. And... And we see Birdie just leave, pack up, go back home. I think she's Midwestern and hoping that space will give her the time she needs to just get some clarity about what to do and also get some, you know, advice from her own grandmother. So again, you know, another woman in the mix though, not a primary uh, character, so to say. Uh, some things happen uh, when Birdie goes back to her hometown, which I won't say, but ultimately the Tobias family, all three women, we see them, have a reckoning they never have to navigate personal difficulties they have to find their own paths but the real question at the center of the novel is will they find a way back to each other so again very dysfunctional family I feel but it's really centered on women and just the roles that women have in families and again just a really dysfunctional stories about in-laws So yeah, I hope, if you haven't already, that you'll give The Real Mrs. Tobias by Sally Koslow a go. Alrighty, so the third book on my list of dysfunctional family stories is a bit of a comedy, right? It's, It's a bit satirical but it has dysfunction. So it fits the bill. But I wanted something, I wanted to recommend something that that also had a bit of levity. And the book I'm recommending is House of Trelawney by Hannah Rothschild. Now, like I said, this one has a bit of satire, but I promise you there's a dysfunctional English family at the centre. And in this book, we're introduced to a bit of an eccentric and dysfunctional English, but aristocratic family. And we see them living in the crumbling, Trelawney Castle. Now, you can tell this place was once incredibly grand. However, now it's in great disrepair. It's in a complete state of ruin. However there's a family still living there trying to keep it all going. Uh, we have the heir who's there, his wife, three children, the heir's parents. Uh, I think there's an aunt as well. Uh, but yeah, they they all live there still and they're trying to keep it going. Uh, but the four women really dominate the story though, because quite frankly, the men are useless. <laughs> so um, we see these women who are trying to come up with a plan to save the ancestral home. And, and essentially, quite honestly, that's it you know we are watching a bunch of eccentric characters try to come up with a plan to keep this estate going and all kinds of things happen you know good bad and different again this is a satire so it's it's written in that kind of way um but it's quite delicious I have to say so even though I know full well the odds of anyone, well, I shouldn't say anyone, but the odds of many of us being able to relate to these characters are slim to none. This is just something to read if you're looking to read an entertaining dysfunctional family story, um, because it is quite witty and funny just kind of seeing the, the family um, navigate all of this. So if you're looking for a satire that's entertaining with a dysfunctional family at the centre, I highly recommend that you read House of Trelawney by Hannah Rothschild. Alrighty readers, so those are the six books that celebrate family, gratitude and giving thanks that I recommend you read For all heartwarming family stories, I recommended Little Women by Louisa May Alcott, Bare Necessity by James Gould Byrne, and Musical Chairs by Amy Popel. And on the dysfunctional family story side, I recommended Fireworks Every Night by Beth Raymer, The Real Mrs. Tobias by Sally Koslow, and The House of Trelawney by Hannah Rothschild. Readers, if you haven't already, pretty, pretty, please leave the podcast a five-star rating, write me a review if you love the show, and share an episode. Share this episode or any of your favorite episodes with your bookish friends. It really, really helps the show. And the best part is it really doesn't cost a penny. So as always, readers, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And I'm looking forward to chatting with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening and happy reading.